Whoa, slow down there, partner. You've been on the range far too long. How about you kick off those boots and warm your feet by the fire? Get yourself a hot cup of joe and enjoy the sunrise. There's plenty of time to herd the cattle, but for now, it's time for some campfire talk. So we're doing another campfire talk this week, and Keith has got some good ones here for us to go over. He's got a big secretive question for me, so I I will we'll hold off. We'll like let's let the suspense build a little bit. I'm not going to be like, no, I want to know now, and then ruin the whole show because nothing's going to be funny after that. We'll save that one a little bit later on down the road because I'm sure I could come up with a good question for you too. Well, let's see, you're gonna. <clears throat> You're going to hear it, and the first thing that's going to come to your mind is, God damn it, why didn't I think of this one myself? Well, now I'm curious, but let's let's start with something pretty good here. Um, I know you had a, quite a bit. Let me, I'll start off because I remember that thing I was going to talk about on the last Campfire Talk. Oh, yeah. And maybe it's just because of the area that I live in, I find this fucking weird and slightly creepy depending on the person. But people who support high school sports, but they don't have any friends or family who currently attend the high school or even like attend any school in the fucking district. You see them all the time wearing the local high school football team t-shirts. Some of them even will randomly show up with like jerseys and shit. But it's like you try to engage in conversation with them about certain things. And all they want to talk about is football, but not college or nfl it's like high school sports like why are you so obsessed with high school sports like aren't you in your fucking 40s and (laughs) you're you don't even have kids or your kids live with their mom in a completely different district or your kids are already you know you have kids kids don't live with you or your kids already graduated it's those fucking people dude it drives me fucking nuts i've worked with those people for years and they do something that always drives me nuts about sports fans but more so when it comes to high school sports, they refer to themselves as if they are on the team. Yeah, man, we stand a chance this year. Yeah, dude, we can do it. We can definitely go to state. What do you mean we? You buy fucking hot dogs and shitty seats every time you go to the fucking football game. You're not contributing to shit. I don't know what your feelings are on that, but I... I'm, I, I mean, myself... Um... You know, I don't have any family that still plays for the high school football team here, but, you know, a small community and that is very deeply rooted in football. You know, I'll still, if I get the chance, I'll still go down and watch at least part of a game, follow how they're doing on the season, because that's just, it's a big thing when you're in a small community. Um, Now, the rest of the sports, I really don't give a damn to follow. That's just me, though. Well, like following it is one thing being like, I just want to see how like, you know, how. Yeah, but no, if it, is like, <laughs> if it is like the center of your existence is how the high school teams are doing, like you need to find something else to do in life. It gets even creepier when they start getting obsessed with the girls sports. Yeah. Volleyball and basketball. And they're like, yeah, dude, so-and-so's cousin's sister's kid is on the team this year she's gonna be making waves man like yeah dude you're a fucking creep you're like borderline mm-hmm. pedophile just saying that mm-hmm. that's the i had like way more to go with the rant but i remembered what it was and so i put it on my list 
It just it uh, drives you, me nuts. If you want the center of your existence to be around high school sports, go be a college scout. Then it's okay. Yeah, then you actually have a purpose for your obsession. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll let you take the helm because I know you got a lot of football related uh, stuff. It's all right. I was going to say, speaking of sports, <laughs> uh, man, I'll tell you what, after this last weekend, uh, you, you've always, you always hear people complain, trying to say that the NFL is rigged. I've always been kind of against that narrative because it's one of those things that it's it'd be really hard to do. But I tell you what, after this last weekend watching the uh, Jaguars and Chargers play, I'm giving a little more credence to that argument because I still have not figured out how in the hell the Jaguars pull off a 31-30 win over the Chargers when they're down 27 points at halftime. So you're telling me a team that just couldn't do jack shit on the field gave up 27 points all of a sudden holds their opponent to three points the entire second half and comes back and wins by one point. But then on top of that, it's the Jaguars now. I know you don't follow football near as much as I do, but you have Trevor Lawrence, who's their quarterback. There's always been this story around him how he's never lost on a Saturday in high school, college, or now the NFL. First of all, who the hell cares? It's like, yeah, the guy had a good college career he played for clemson i don't really know much about his high school but like he's in the big leagues now who gives a shit about the victories he had in college like that doesn't matter anymore he got drafted by arguably the worst team in the nfl i mean the year he got drafted i believe they went one in 15 that was the jaguars yeah uh, even this year they weren't that great i believe they were uh nine and eight was their record and all of a sudden they're in the playoffs and managed to pull off a win like this, like that, this, I still can't wrap my head around that. Money talks, man. Yeah. And then I, I, I do look forward to this weekend though, because they are, uh, Kansas city and Jacksonville are playing each other, but they are going to play at, and I've heard it pronounced both ways. I don't know which way it is. I've heard Geha stadium or G E H a stadium used to be arrowhead for anyone who doesn't, know that they changed their name loudest stadium in the nfl i think the record they set in 2014 now i don't know if they do it every year but good god their decibels reached i believe it was like 145.2 it's like almost as loud as a jet engine yeah it's about up in that range or basically a shotgun going right off neck going off right next to you he says that he doesn't think it'll be any louder playing there than it will be playing a home game for Jacksonville. If there's any Kansas City fan who hears this and you attend this game and you are able to talk or make any noise after you leave that stadium, shame on you. Because every Kansas City fan should be being as loud as they fucking can and show them why it is one of the hardest stadiums to play in. So I just looked it up. On average, an aircraft engine at takeoff is 140 decibels. So that is that is a stadium full of people that are the equivalent of that. And that's, oh, God, like I, I looked it up and it was something like 85 decibels being exposed to that over the period of eight hours is enough to cause hearing damage. You're going almost double that for you know, what's a game usually take about three hours to complete. Yeah, around there. Somebody better leave their deaf. That's all I know. I'm sure there's going to be more than just somebody leaving their death. I, I just, I truly hope that these Kansas City fans 
show up, show Trevor Lawrence why this is one of the hardest places to play and just make it impossible for that fucker to call any plays out on the field. I, I really do. Like, you you know me, I'm a Steelers fan. I don't really care about either team, but the way last week's game went down, I can't wrap my head around it. And then he's cocky enough to say something like that when anybody who watches the NFL knows that this is a hard place to play because they show up, they like to be loud and make it extremely difficult for the away team to be able to do anything. They need to bring that this Sunday. So what about the stadium makes it the loudest? Is it like, is it just the fans itself or is yeah, it yeah, it's, the, it's the fans? Design? Okay. It's the fans. So I didn't know if it was like they designed it. So the fans would be loud and like the, the layout of the facility would project that ah dude it's the midwest they're all drinking since the sun comes up so they're drunk and loud by the time the game starts that corn whiskey they're getting fucked <laughs> last time i ever went to a, a game up there was watching uh the chiefs and the steelers play and it was a noon game hey, oh my god dude i was drunk by fucking like 10 a.m <laughs> i haven't had one of those in years that was a very long day because like i said i was i'm sorry the game is saturday not sunday so they better bring it on saturday but uh, yeah that was a long day because we woke up drove up there from emporia which takes about two hours to get there started drinking as soon as we got there nice and drunk <clears throat> sit through the game go back at that point you know i had a few more beers throughout the game to maintain myself Get back to Emporia. Now, I did not drive. I had a driver and started drinking again. And I was like, well, fuck it. I have two options here. I'm either going to go to bed super early because I'm going to end up hungover or I can get drunk again and keep having fun. And I chose the latter. So you were extra hungover. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's my boy. So now with with these, I'm also going to put out my predictions for how this weekend's going to go. Uh, as far as the last games of the season. So for the last games, you have Kansas City versus Jacksonville. Uh, you have the Bills and the Bengals playing each other, the Eagles and Giants, and then you have the Cowboys and 49ers. And this is for divisional games. So with the Kansas City and Jacksonville game, I'm calling Kansas City's going to win. With the Bengals and Bills, as much as I like watching the Bills, they, they really are a fun team to watch. I'm going to have to go with the Bengals on this one. Joe Burrow, he... They may not put up the same amount of yards as a team like the Bills does, but they managed to make those yards quality and get wins. So I'm calling the Bengals for that. He goes for accuracy, not distance. Yes. Gotcha. Uh, for the Eagles and Giants, man, I tell you what, when Jalen Hurts is healthy, they do wonderful things out on the field. Uh, as far as I know, he's supposed to be playing this weekend. I'm calling the Eagles over that. And then for the Cowboys and 49ers, uh, all I can say is, fuck the Cowboys. They are the most overrated team. This is the closest you've been since 96 to say it's your year, but I'm sorry, the 49ers are winning this one. Don't the Dallas Cowboys have, like, the world's biggest fan base? Oh, yeah. So I, I saw something about it a while ago, and there was, like, a... I think it was, like, out of five teams, one was NFL, and then the other four were all... British and European soccer teams. Yep. I was like, well, odd man out. I'm going Cowboys and I 
got the guess right, but I was like, I was surprised, honestly, that the Cowboys are that popular throughout the whole world. Yeah, I I don't know what it is. I don't see the appeal to it, but whatever, teach their own, you know? So then after the divisional games, obviously we move on to the AFC and the NFC championship. Um, so for the AFC, we'll have the, the Chiefs versus the Bengals. Uh, I know my fiance will murder me if she's still in the living room and can hear me say this, but I'm going to have to go with the Bengals on this one. They just, in their few previous matchups, they, they're they both very competitive teams, but the Bengals just always managed to pull out the win on that. So I'm going to have to go with the Bengals. The Eagles versus the 49ers for the NFC Championship, I, I'm still going to have to go with the Eagles. So that'll put the Eagles and the Bengals in the Super Bowl. And I'm going to say the Eagles are going to pull out a win by three. And that's the only one I'm going to predict any margin of win on, because normally I'm terrible at that. I figured I'd take a shot at it. Well, you heard it here first. Keith is expecting Eagles versus Bengals, right? Yep. Yeah. Sorry, I had a, a slip accident at work, and I pile drive the asphalt pretty good. And I got some <laughs> severe whiplash on my neck, and I'm starting to feel it in my back and my crack. So and I'm confident enough on it. I'm even going to place a bet on on these, and we'll see just how well that goes. Well, if you win, um, just because I'm your partner on the podcast, we're uh, we're going to split the profits, ninety nine to one percent. Here's what we do: uh, we can make it a small bet. We can make send ten bucks. I'll put ten bucks in. We'll make a twenty dollar bet on it, and then uh, throughout this, we can just build up our money and split the pot at the end of it. If I even have $10, let me check. I, I might be able just to send it to you right now. And that way, when you get to the betting. Oh, yeah, I got plenty here. I will send you $10 for hookers and blow. Sweet. Just kidding. I don't want to get either of us in trouble. <laughs> I don't want to go back to the doghouse. IRS is looking at all my transactions and they're going to go like, so you got sent $10 for a hooker and drugs? How, how did you manage that? <laughs> like, well, we were talking about going to Vegas. We didn't go. And I still got the stuff, but Vegas was involved in the planning. <laughs> I just sent you $10. Sweet. Let's win it. So back to the uh, the Chargers game. Did you see that someone put a $1.4 million bet that the Chargers were going to win? Wow. <laughs> No, you know I how did much, not see that. Did you know how much they would have won if the Chargers didn't win? Oh, man. I God, I can only imagine. I can't remember what the odds were for them winning. It would only have been $11,000. Yeah, that sounds about right because I knew they were in the I knew they were in the negative, so it wouldn't have been anything crazy, but Did some people make some wild ass bets? Well, that's like one. I'm going to have to look it up here, but Okay, so th this is one that is absolutely crazy for you. He had a guy who made a bet on who would win the World Series. And I how much was the bet for again? So he bet $10 million that the Astros would win the World Series at the end of it, which, of course, the Astros won the World Series, and he won like $75 million. Oh, yeah, and didn't they contest that? Like they were uh, trying to like getting out of paying him the bet because it was so extensive. 
Uh, you know, I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised. I remember seeing something that they were trying to contest. Oh my god. This dude, okay, now that I'm sitting here reading more on this guy, he had apparently also last year had made, so he made a $9.5 million bet on the Cincinnati Bengals winning the Super Bowl, which he ended up losing. But because of promotions he had, because he owned a like a furniture store, I think it is, and he was running promotions and apparently still sold $20 million worth of furniture. Yeah, his nickname is Mattress Mac. Yep. Man, if I had that kind of money, I would not be making bets like that. Just no, I couldn't do it. If you've got that much money that you can throw away 9.5 mil or 10 mil just on a game and it's just like a drop in the bucket to you, you've got to find new hobbies. (laughs) That's a bit ridiculous. Here's what it says. According to Caesars Sportsbook, with whom he placed the bets, his 9.5 million stake would have paid out 16.2 million. Yeah, that would have been nice. You know, if he just were to uh, accidentally deposit it in my account, um, I'd be disappearing for a while. Yeah, y'all would not hear from me for a while. Next time you did, it's going to be on an island somewhere. Like, hey, fuckers, I'm in the Caribbean. Yeah. What else did you have on your list? Because you had a big list that you sent me. You know, I figured I'd just get some filler. And I decided I was going to look up some random facts earlier. So I've got a few here for you that I didn't know anyway. So we'll just start with the first one. And do you know what a Barbie's full name is? Uh, No. It is Barbara Millicent Roberts from Willows, Wisconsin. And she also has a birthday of March 9th, 1959. So Barbie is old as shit. Man, she must have a lot of plastic surgery to look like that. (laughs) Next one I found was the original name for Google. And do you happen to know what that was? I mean, I could look at your notes and give you the answer, but I'll... Yeah, uh... don't don't cheat. Don't (laughs) cheat. (laughs) It's probably something cheesy like foot fungus or... Back rub. You rub our back, we'll rub your back. Well, the funny thing is, my back is located on my cock. (laughs) Oh my God, you want to know something really fucked up about that? What? Okay, so we had a guy that I went to school with that he got, and this sounds completely terrible, but keep in mind, we were a lot younger when all this occurred, so fucking judge away. I I don't really give a shit. So we had a guy that I went to school with that he was in a really bad car accident and uh, ended up having to get a bunch of skin grafts because the car landed on top of him and it ended up burning like 90% of his body or something like that. Jesus. Supposedly, he ended up one of the skin grafts he had to have done was on his penis. Of course, when they do skin grafts on major areas like that, they take skin from the back to do that, which was an area that wasn't burned. So every time I heard that, we always crack jokes about how that was true for our buddy that had that skin graft done. That's not terrible. That's actually pretty fucking funny. I, I mean, it is, but with how sensitive people are anymore, somebody's going to find that offensive and eh, go fuck yourself. Times were different. 10, 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. You could make weird jokes and people wouldn't care. So the next one is going to be people started wearing pajamas instead of nightgowns during World War One, so they'd prepare, be prepared to run outside in public during air raids in England. It's weird to think that people actually wore nightgowns like that. You see old movies, 
even like modern movies still poke fun at it, but they wear those long ass nightgowns and they have that weird cap, the Yule cap or whatever the yeah. fuck those are called. <laughs> like I can't imagine sleeping in at least the hat, like with a nightgown itself. With a what? With a tea light. Yeah. Fucking dude, that brings back so many memories of watching <laughs> uh Mickey Mouse. So many of those episodes, Donald Duck yeah. was wearing a nightgown and had the, the tea light. <laughs> All right. Then the last random fact for you is the first ever college football game was played on November 6th, 1869. And this is played between Rutgers and Princeton, who was apparently the college in New Jersey at the time, but whatever. And Rutgers won that game. I didn't even realize football was that old. I didn't either. Like, I knew football was old. I knew that when was the, like, before was the Super Bowl. Wasn't, like, one of the first games in, like, 1910s or some shit like that? The 1920s are right before. We'll just go to handy-dandy Google and see what they tell us here. Don't you mean uh, back rub? Yeah. 1920. Okay. So now we're getting closer to what will be my favorite part is I have some would, would you rather questions for you. Let's hear it. All right. So the first one is going to be, would you rather have telekinesis or telepathy? Telekinesis, for sure. The drawback to being telepathic is when can you shut off the fact that you can hear people's thoughts? Right. And then you're hearing all the shit people are saying about you, and you got to think that's actually going to be one of the most stressful things to deal with. God, could you imagine being in a crowded room? It'd be like that scene in uh, Bruce Almighty when he's out to dinner and he's like yelling at people to shut up. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be your daily life. You'd be yelling at everyone because you can't hear over your own goddamn head. Yeah. Reminds me of this story. Well, not a story because I was there when it happened. At one of the stores that I was a soda slinger at, this guy who ran the meat department, really cool dude. Haven't talked to him in a long time, but he was no longer the manager there. He went off to do something a lot better. But there was this old guy in the meat case and he was looking for a package of like steaks or pork chops or something like that. And the meat department manager comes over and this guy's quite a bit older. He's probably like in his 80s. And he assumes that this guy has a hard time hearing so instead of mm-hmm. saying like, hey, can I help you find anything? He gets like right up next to him and goes, can I help you? Right <laughs> in the guy's fucking ear. And the guy jumps back and goes, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> so we gave him so much shit for a long time. Like we just like kick open the door into the, the meat department and start yelling, can I help you? And he got <laughs> so pissed off. It's like, could you guys just knock that shit off? I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> We're like, yeah, whatever. All right, my next one for you. Would you rather have everyone you know be able to read your thoughts or for everyone you know to have access to your internet history? Internet history, I'm sorry. I can keep (laughs) my thoughts to myself a lot better than the internet. (laughs) Because when it comes to anything lewd, I could do that without the internet. There you go. (laughs) There's, uh, There's plenty of adult shops here in Utah that if I absolutely needed that escape, I could I could go that route without searching the internet. Well, there you go. I'd also fuck with people too. <laughs> like type in some really weird random shit that people would be like, what the fuck is Garrett up to? 
here would be a fun one. So I don't know if you know this about me, but I have a collection of garden gnomes. It's just kind of like a small little hobby that's started, and I have like 20 of them now. I start Googling shit like how to bring my gnomes to life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that would be that would be funny. I hate my neighbor's son. How can my pet flamingo protect me from him? Just (laughs) stupid shit like that. The people be like, what the fuck? How to make your flamingo an attack animal. Toddler flight, fight clubs. How to start. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that would be fucking hilarious. WebMD. I was changing my tire and I lost a lug nut in my ass. How do I retrieve it? <laughs> <laughs> Just stupid shit uh-huh. like that. That's like not true, but someone has access to it. They're going to look at it. I can't read I can their mind. Tell you what WebMD is going to say. It's going to say you have cancer. And don't go down that rabbit hole and still try to self-diagnose because you're going to end up terminal with about four weeks to live. Ain't that no shit. I mean, I've looked on WebMD for... So, like, if I had a symptom, I was like, what are all of the possibilities? So it does have its purpose. But people, they, like, look at it and then they're like, oh my god i'm experiencing this symptom so they click on the next thing oh my god i'm also experiencing this and it Mm -hmm. keeps going on and on and on it's like no it's not one thing that's causing all that you have like five different things going on that are causing all of these things and you're not terminal (laughs) you're just an idiot go to an actual doctor oh man all right for our next one would you rather be an extra in an oscar-winning movie or the lead in a box office bomb I'd rather be the lead in the box office bomb because I'd still get a good payout, even if it bombed. And what's going to happen 20 years down the road, it's going to be turned into a cult classic film that's going to have weird. See, that's what I was getting ready to say, because even if it bombed, you do have that chance that it turns into a cult classic. Like Clerks. Clerks. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) The Room. Tommy Wiseau. Mm -hmm. Like shit like that, that they're I mean. Clerks wasn't necessarily bad. The movie was made for like $30,000. He maxed out like oh. several credit cards just yeah, to. So it was made incredibly cheap and really was not, not a big screen movie by any means, but with the right following, eventually it, it ended up where it needed to. Exactly. Like um, even the Big Lebowski was technically a box office bomb. Critics hated it when the movie came out because it was like, not that it was ahead of its time. It was just different for what was going on at that time. And it's a cult classic film. And if you actually look at critical reviews of it now, it's a fantastic film. All right. I see your smirk. What you got over there now? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it is time for the number one question that I've been waiting to ask. Would you rather watch nothing but Hallmark Christmas movies? or nothing but horror movies. If only you guys could have seen the look that just came across Garrett's face as he's thinking about this. Part of the dead air, because this is a hard one here. <laughs> um, sign me up for, and it starts with an H, Hallmark. Oh, okay. I, I had a feeling you would end up picking that over horror movies, because I know how much you dislike horror movies. It's not the fact that I hate horror movies. I feel like they do have their purpose and they have a respectable fan base. And this is a not very comedic 
explanation of why I don't do horror films. My stepdad was very emotionally abusive, mentally, and sometimes physically. Sometimes I'd come home, do my chores, work on homework, do whatever. But my stepdad was an alcoholic and he'd get so pissed off every time it was like us kids were going to bed and I'd get screamed at, belittled, sometimes hit, pushed, shoved, whatever you could think of. I mean, I wasn't tortured, but, you know, I'm like six to ten years old between all this going on. And so I'd go to bed in tears and I'm like, what the fuck did I do to deserve this? And he had to go spend, I think, like twelve hundred dollars on this ridiculous sound system for the TV. And he would blast scary movies all night long. So I'd be getting screamed at for two hours and then have to listen to horror films while I'm trying to sob myself to sleep till sometimes two or three o'clock in the morning. So for me, I have a I have a pretty dark reason of why I don't do horror that, films. That that is fair. Not something that's like I want like every person on the street to know, but if you listen to the podcast and you're someone on the street, well, now you know. Yeah. There's and, a couple and, of horror films that I've watched that I've actually enjoyed, but it's it takes a lot for me to actually sit down and have the patience to do so. Right. And if you're listening and just not real sure why Hallmark Christmas movies were made, you need to go back and listen to some of our previous episodes with our good friend Chase, and you will find out just how we feel about Hallmark Christmas movies. It's always a good time when we had Chase on. And it, oddly enough, like um, every episode we had him on somehow always revolved around Christmas a little bit. Like even the Halloween episode, I feel like there was still a couple things we threw in about Christmas on that one. You know, he he set that up when it uh, when he was talking about his time with uh, I can't remember what company he said he was working for now, but the guy with the uh, digital copy of Elf. Yeah, he worked at the call center for Google. Yeah, that's what it was. So, all right, we got just a few more questions on here. So the next one's going to be: Would you rather die in twenty years with no regrets, or live to one hundred with a lot? Twenty years, easy. Same. You could make amends within those 20 years and be happy. Mm-hmm. Be happy and die, then be 100 years old and be like, I regret that I didn't buy that goldfish. Yeah. I regret the time that I didn't choke my chicken in the New York subway. I've never been to New York, so. <laughs> but public transit there in Utah cranked it out a couple times. Um. I mean, the statutes and levitations are not up, so I can neither <laughs> confirm. Just kidding. I actually have not been on any of the public transportation in Utah probably 15 years. Oh, yeah. Statute limitations would be up by now, then you're good. <laughs> yeah, there was some teenager jerking off on the, on the, on the train. What the fuck? <laughs> All right. Would you rather be gassy on a first date or your wedding night? Wedding night. That's an easy one. Wedding night. You're already comfortable with your your spouse yeah, that's that's where I, I am with that one too because they already know what they signed up for at that point so in our last one for the would you rather is would you rather travel the world free for a year or have fifty thousand dollars to spend however you please that one's actually pretty tough but i think i'm gonna take the money and see that same thing uh I, I, I don't have that many places that I really am just dying to go to that I need a whole year of free travel to get to it for that $50,000 right there. I could set up my dream vacation and be happy and still have plenty. 
any money left over to do whatever the hell I wanted with. So I was thinking pretty much the same thing, but the only drawback to having free travel for one whole year, say all of your travel, even like your car rental, everything is paid for. You still have to pay for a hotel. You still have to pay for food, souvenirs, everything like that. Because it's just the travel that's covered, right? Not the expense of the actual trip, like all of your odds and ends. Uh, for this sense, we're going to say that the, it covers every expense that you have. Makes it a little bit. I'd still take the money. I, I, I'm aiming more towards the money myself because then I could pay off my car and not have to worry about as much stuff. But, I pay off my man. truck tomorrow. I don't, I'm not worried about a car payment anymore. So we're there. So does that mean you're going to have money to put towards it so you can get it back up and running good? Yep. Sweet. So this is actually, I pay it off and I don't even know a full payment on it. It's, a, it's only a partial payment. Well, it's a partial of a partial payment because I split every two weeks I pay it. And this is actually the check that we get all our holiday pay from like Christmas, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, all that. So it'll be a good sized check that I could pay it off and afford to go buy the parts. Fuck yeah. I'm excited for the day that I get my car paid off. If I don't upgrade cars before then. Not, you know, not that I'm going to do it anytime soon. this day for the last four years. You've had the truck that long? Jeez. Yeah. I was only thinking you only had it for like two but I'm no, thinking back about it. I'm like, no, because that's about the time that or it was right after you and Autumn moved in together. Yeah, I know. I still miss having that old Dodge that I had, but a single cab truck does not work out for a family of four. No, no, it does not. Luckily, right now, I don't have any coworkers who listen to the podcast, but I don't want to take that chance that <laughs> I come on here and I start bitching about all this shit that's going on at work. And even if it's not related to my particular area. And then everyone's like, dude, what the fuck? You make me sound like an asshole on national <laughs> news, radio, whatever. Like, yeah, well, you pissed me off and it's my platform. No, I'm not going to do that. So this one I'm just going to throw on here because I feel like this is an appropriate topic. What are some of your favorite war films? You don't have to give me like three or five. You can give me however many that you enjoy. One of my all-time favorites, I'm going to have to start with Saving Private Ryan. Classic. Yeah, you, you can't go wrong there. Apocalypse Now is always a good one. It's a great one. I've watched it once. I want to watch it again, but it's such a long sit down that I'm like, yeah, yeah it, it is. And I watched the director's cut, which makes it like three hours and 15 minutes long. So I think the standard movie is like two hours and 45 minutes or some shit like that. So a couple of the ones that I liked, you have uh, the Thin Red Line, which is uh, Guadalcanal. If you've never watched that. It is on my watch list. I haven't ever heard of it until I saw it. It was streaming somewhere and I put it on my watch list, but then soon came off the streaming service. I'm like, damn, I wasn't going to watch that. But isn't it like a comic book adaptation or some shit like that? It's not actually based on true events. It's based on a comic book based on semi-true events or some shit like that. Uh, it's based off of a novel, but... I've never heard of based off of anything off a comic book. Oh, Nick Nolte's in it? Well, now I have to watch it. Well, see, that's part of it is I really like the cast. You've got Nick Nolte, Sean Penn, John Cusack, George Clooney, uh, John C. Riley's even in it. I love watching John C. Riley take on like roles that aren't fully comedic. Like not necessarily saying he has to be a full like drama style character, but 
John C. Riley, when he's playing a serious style character, I can get mm-hmm. behind it so well. I'm thinking of a different movie then, because there was one that was an adaptation from a comic book or graphic novel, something like that. But I'm not seeing that it says anything on here. I mean, the close, and this is just a complete guess here, but the closest thing I could even think that that might be would maybe be Overlord. So, but a couple others I like, and you can't forget Full Metal Jacket. That is always a great watch. I think that one is my number one most favorite war film of all time, just because you see how everyone's attitude changes and then they're like, you know, they're not in the shit, then they're in the shit, then they're not in the shit, then they're in the shit. You just you see that you see the emotion change throughout the entire film. And I I think it's phenomenal. We were soldiers. That's a great watch. Uh, that Mel Gibson. Yes. I mean, come on, man. You're forgetting a big one. Hmm. Forrest Gump. Come on. <laughs> My second. You ready for this? I don't know if you've seen it yet or not. Go ahead. 1917. Uh, I think I started it, but I didn't make it very far in it. And I got busy with something else. And I haven't sat back down to watch that yet. <laughs> that and Full Metal Jacket are definitely like, it's neck and neck. I can't. I think Full Metal Jacket gets the number one for that in my, my ranking. 1917. I have to watch it at least once or twice a year. It's a phenomenal film. What about Letters from Iwo Jima or Flags of Our Fathers? Uh, I don't think I've watched either of those either. They're pretty good. They're directed by Clint Eastwood. And I believe he did both of them at the exact same time because they were both filmed on Iwo Jima. Mm. The one is the Japanese side of the events. And then the other one is the American side of the events. But it doesn't follow the same... It doesn't follow the conflict toe-to-toe for each movie. Flags of Our Fathers follows four of the Marines who were there that were four of the men who put up the original flag on Iwo Jima. As, as most people know, the one that, like, the infamous picture that you see, that's actually not the first flag being put up. Right. There was a major or colonel or whoever high-ranking officer who was there and they had put up the flag staking or saying that they took that portion of the island and he was like oh that would look really good in my room so he commanded them to go take that flag down bring it to him and put up a different one so the photographers when they finally got set in on the camp or into the camp they turned around and that's the picture that they took was them putting up the second flag and that's like, and it's a very famous story, but I always remember hearing that it was the original flag being put up. And no, it was because some officer was greedy and was like, no, this will make me look good. What a shocker. Yeah. Uh, always about themselves. Oh, you know, one more that I don't believe I've said yet was Platoon. Dude, it's been so long since I've watched Platoon. Holy shit. <laughs> um, I'm going to throw Predator into my ranking. I mean, I I don't necessarily (laughs) see that as a war movie, but all right. See, one of the biggest things I liked about Platoon was just the vast difference in the characters between, uh, oh God, it's William Defoe and Tom Berenger. I don't remember their characters' names in the movies, but the the vast difference between the two, like their views on the and their leadership, like that was one of the things that I really enjoyed about that movie. I need to watch that again. I remember watching it with my grandpa probably when I was like 12 years old. So it's been, God, 
almost 15 years at this point that I've watched it. I need to actually sit down and watch some more movies. But then it's like when I have free time and everyone's in bed, I'm like, fuck yeah, video games. Or I'm going to watch another movie that I've already watched 30 times. Yeah, 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 guilty. (laughs) Um, Real quick, before we get too far into it, do you have HBO Max on your computer? Uh, I've been on there before. I don't know if I'm signed in currently. So follow-up question. Have you watched a TV series called Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell? No. Okay, well, when you get logged into HBO Max, I'm going to make you watch the first, like, few minutes of this episode because you are going to laugh your fucking ass off. I binged the whole series over the last week and a half. It's only four seasons, and the episodes are only 11 minutes long. But this was the most funny intro to any TV series I have ever watched. And then the first torture scene, it's not graphic. It's not a gore fest. It's a comedy show. It made me laugh so fucking hard. There you go. I got to look in here because we use my fiance is the account holder. So I got because I know I had pictures of all the passwords and I am now logged in and have this show pulled up. Okay. Go to season four and the episode is called Milk and Honey. And if it'll let you stream it stream it and then hit play i'm gonna cut this portion out and then i'll add in some elevator music and do 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 what the (laughs) (laughs) oh my god You can you can stop it now, but that's like Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Oh my god, that's fucking funny. Tell me that's not like one of the best intros you've ever seen to a comedy show. That is. That was fucking great. Now you're gonna go binge that whole series, aren't you? Yep. So do you recognize the guy who plays Gary, by chance. You might not. Uh, he looks familiar, but... Have you heard of the podcast, Last Podcast on the Left? Yeah. That's Henry Zabrowski, one of the hosts. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah, and I didn't know he was in the series, and then he brought it up oh, a couple months ago. I, I was like, oh, shit, so I went to go check it out. Dude, I had to binge it. I was like, this is so fucking funny. That's... One of my favorite episodes. That, that scene right there just sold me on watching this. Did you recognize the other guy, though? Uh-uh. He voices Milkshake on Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, shit. Okay. He has a very unique voice. So I kind of, if you, like, when you pay attention a little bit, you're like, oh, fuck, that's Milkshake. <laughs> but God, I haven't watched that in so fucking long. I still think about that episode. Yeah. Uh, well, I think I'm doing once we get done here tonight. The thing I love about the show is episodes are 12 minutes long at most. So right. it's like, it's a quick watch. You can get a few episodes in and feel pretty good about it. So would you rather get bamboo slivers under your fingernails or every day you stepped on a Lego and stubbed your toe simultaneously? Uh, I will take stepping on a Lego and stepping, uh, stubbing my toe. Every day, but the bamboo slivers is only once and it's only three fingernails. Yeah, I'm still taking the uh, stub of my toe and stepping on it every day. Uh, not, nope, not doing the 
bamboo thing. No thanks. Would you rather, in each scenario, you are in a room with other people for four hours, but you get to pick one of the two options. There's Say there's eight people, including you, so you have seven other people. The first room, everyone in the room disagrees about every little thing. Not heated arguments necessarily, but simple question, you're ordering pizza. No one can agree on pizza, and it takes you four hours. Not that the whole four hours is pizza, but every little thing, everyone wants to argue, no one will listen. Or would you rather be in a room with seven other people where everyone's a kiss ass and they try to one up each other? I can't stand kiss asses, so I will, I will buddy disagreeing with each other. I deal with a bunch of kiss asses 40 hours a week. Uh, no, I'm good. Would you rather be tackled by a man-sized police spider? <laughs> or, or would you rather be tackled by a literal refrigerator? Uh, I'll take the refrigerator. It'd be less scary. I thought you'd like that. Yeah, I hadn't thought about the man-sized police spiders for a minute. <clears throat> if you want to hear more about the man-sized police spiders, go back to our what-if episode. I'm going to give you a couple rated R ones. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> this one should be impossible to answer. Would you rather give five blowjobs per day or have anal sex once every couple of months? Well, you didn't specify if I'm giving or receiving. Oh, no, you're receiving. We're going to find out just how Garrett thinks here. Um... I'm going to go with loaded 12-gauge shotgun. <laughs> uh, what the fuck kind of question is this? Would you rather have teeth for hair or hair for teeth? Well, if I had hair for teeth, wouldn't I be a fucking whale? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I'm still thinking about that first one there, because that one... <laughs> yeah, I'm just not going to answer answer that one, because uh, <laughs> there's no answer that makes me a straight white man. Okay, here's another one that, all right. Would you rather have your parents walk in on you having sex in their bed or show them your entire porn search history? The first one, I guess. Dude, these are fucking... A bit uh, randy? Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Here's a not dirty one. Would you rather star in a sci-fi film or a Western film? I, I think I would like the Western in a sci-fi film. But the Western you're starring in is The Bloody Benders. <laughs> oh fuck well hold on do i get to be like one of the search party or do i have to be victim like that's for the casting director and unfortunately chase is not with us tonight so well that's good i stand a good chance of not being a victim then <laughs> might be a good time to bring this one to an end here yeah i think we're about at that point well there you have it folks campfire talk is over do me a favor before you get back out on the range Stop into the saloon, wet your whistle, have yourself a good time. We'll talk to you later.